0: write down what you bought, how much it was, so you can balance out your account. Well, the best part about this one is this is automatically, it's like a bank statement on a blockchain. It Facts. automatically tells you who bought what. And if he is the first one on that, no matter what, like, it's just, like you said, you could snapshot it, you could do whatever you want, sell it. But yet, because it's on the ledger, a public ledger at that, Facts. everybody can see who was the first one. And the first one will always, obviously, you know, first in line, first in time will always nice. be the number one owner. So you could try to you could try to finesse all that all you want. It's not going to work because that is the exact reason why the blockchain was developed as the blockchain as it is. Because nice. they want to sit there and take away all this shit because it's so much easier now. And that's another reason. I mean, me personally, I don't know much about the trademark stuff, but I'm just going based off what I know and what I'm hearing. But that's another reason why that whole trademark stuff with the blockchain may work. Because again, trademark... I could put all my shit out there, but if somebody else trademarks my shit, even though I had the business, technically I'm a true owner, but somebody beat me at an ownership at a legal level, which is called trademark and stuff. They can't they beat you it. like that. In, in, in they a block do
1: it, it all the time. They do right. it all the time right and then now. They people like literally that. have a brand and they don't trademark or copyright the name of their brand. And now you got to, okay... I'm going to try and go through the copyright process. And when it gets stopped, they're like, well, somebody already owns this. And you're like, what the fuck? How? Because you didn't do it first. Doing that through the Ethereum blockchain, dude, blockchain period, it stops all of that, bro. There's no way that anybody else can dupe you because you literally have went through the process of authenticating that digital asset. So, it literally just stops everything, man, in terms of, you know, changes everything in terms of how, you know, we verify uh, ownership. And, then- and, and let me just add this tidbit, too. Like, it's very important because, Joey, you said it, it's public. So, literally, guys, literally, if you want to look at Gary V's wallet, you have the ability to. If you want to look at Ja Rule's wallet, and he owns tokers, by the way, you can. If you want to look at Logan Paul's wallet, you can. You want to look at Dave Chappelle's wallet, you can. He's a part of the Board Ape Yacht, uh, Board Ape Yacht Club. Eminem's wallet, you can. Everybody's wallet, you can look at. Period.
2: That's pretty cool. I mean, there's people that that was out there getting, like, rich off of stealing people's domains, like, to their name. So that's why I was wondering, like, how does this work? And also, um, what I was going to say is, um, hey, what I was going to say? Oh, they, so what's the, the phrase? Is that what you're talking about? Is that the blockchain or the blockchain is within itself? Because I know the wallet that i made or something like that has like a phrase or something. Oh, shit. All right,
1: the seed for Blockchain is The seed phrase, the, right? Yeah. Is that no what you're man, talking I about? So bro, I lost that, 10 million yeah, yeah. Shiba, bro. Like I lost money. 10
3: million Shiba on a Coinbase wallet <laughs> because I, I forgot Ooh, the seed yeah, phrase. Remember? And I got a new iPhone 13, bro. Lost 10 million Shiba. That's going to be yeah. somewhere one day when it explodes and I'll and never have it. Too. Yeah, bro. Yep, That John w- would have been a couple dollars right now. Yeah, man. So Bruh. yeah, touch on that because we want to make sure that the community that's coming in is getting educated the right way. We don't want to put anything out. Um, you know, this content guys is going to be reused for my podcast. Um, you know, uh, you guys are more than welcome to, um, you know, cross promote, um, you know, I'll make, make, um, you know, uh, stuff for all of us. So that way we all can just get the message out. Um, you know, like we said, like, let's, let's just keep just providing value and see, see what happens, man. Um, so we want to make sure that yes, these questions Bert are so important. Don't feel like, you know, you don't want to ask any, like, cause right now it's not about being right. You know, I don't want to be right. I want, you know, the experts to be right. And right now, um, you know, I know bro that you've put a lot of a lot of time and energy into studying this um um and I know you're verified bro in a lot of ways bro so you know whatever you feel is necessary for a beginner stepping into this space
1: Okay so uh, I appreciate that
4: bro
3: Yeah you already know bro like that's what this is about bro <laughs> like you know what I'm saying if you find a place where you can add value then yes please um, but you know, don't try to, you know, just be as honest with yourself as you can be, because this is about all of us learning together. You know, nobody's as smarter than the other. Like we're all experts in, in our own place. Um, but I really take this stuff serious, bro. So, you know, anybody on here that I'm allowing to speak, cause this is going to go on my podcast. So I, I take it really serious who speaks on my platform. Um, so I know Jalan, bro, um, you know, we got other stuff we're going to drop too. um. you know, me and Joey, we already got stuff in the works. Like, so this is very important, this conversation. So go ahead, bro. Shoot. Ben,
1: so very important, guys, when you walk through the process of setting up your MetaMask and all of us are married in here. OK, and my wife is enjoying a meal right now. All right. I love my wife to death uh dear we were together what 10 how long was it five plus years before we even made it official we was friends for like seven years i'm sorry all right we was friends for a long ass time before we even started dating okay we've been together for 10 years total but you know she was my best friend before we even started dating, okay. My wife doesn't even know my seed phrase. All right. Let that sink in.
3: Dang, that's that's deep.
1: Okay. <laughs> my wife does not know my seed phrase. When you guys go through this process and setting up your MetaMask, it is literally a 12 word, like 12 words that are auto-populated that you don't even have the ability to control in terms of what they are. Write that down, put it in a safe, in a safe place, wherever it is that you keep your valuables and lock that shit up.
0: Bro, you know, hold on. Just so like where he's at. Yo, notice he said write that shit down. I, that, that's one of the biggest points that I learned. I just want to make sure we hone in on that. Only reason why I'm really honing in on is that, on that. Do not put that shit on a digital platform at all.
1: Don't do it. Don't even take a screenshot of your
0: shit. None of that I shit, said. bro. You get hacked. They yeah, got the I took them. a screenshot of my john. Nah, bro. No, delete no. that shit. Go write it down, delete oh, it, wait, put it in a page. All right, because the thing is you get hacked, bro, and they have that. Well, get MetaMask gonna get hacked. Uh like whatever has that seed phrase is gonna get hacked. And they have they have the codes to, to tap into that. Do not oh, put that on the digital th- on a digital like platform at all.
1: Facts. Because guys, yes, guys, think about it. Think about it in in terms of this. Like we download applications all the time, either on our phones or on our tablets or on our laptops. Look at all of the information that we're agreeing to let go. All of the access we're giving them complete access to our phones. Biggest back in America right now. <laughs> go
3: ahead, Ben. <laughs> go ahead, bro. Go ahead, Ben. Oh, I, I know Joey, bro. He loves that con uh, with the phone. My bad, Bert.
2: Yeah, uh, the show called Don't Look Up, and then the one guy, he was telling pretty much uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, is like, like, uh, I already know the kind of guy you are based on all your social media and blah, 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 blah. He's basically breaking down his whole characteristics just off of him being a part of his social media platform. It was crazy.
0: That's how they got he us, is, bro. Uh, he can uh, like,
2: even tell, like, what you're going to think next, like, based off the algorithms and everything. You got it. Yeah, bro, you got to you got to realize that we are the next CCP. We are China, bro. They they even like they found a way to get around all of
3: All right, real the, quick uh, guys, I don't want to get too far off because this is um this is going on the podcast and we really just want to um uh we don't want to get too far off. We still want to um uh we're on the C phrase right now.
1: So, guys, like Burt Specifically, if you screenshotted that shit, my guy, find that screenshot, okay? Get a piece of paper, whatever you use. Don't even put that shit in your phone as a note. Write it down and put it away where you can find it and access it. Because literally, guys, when you set this up, when you know your seed phrase, they're going to ask you, put in your seed phrase right after you have it. They're going to ask you for it. And it's very important that you do it in order from the first word to the 12th. Okay. Very important. And don't share that shit with nobody. Guys, I love my wife to death. She's my best friend. I trust her. All right. Only woman in terms of relationship outside of my mother, my grandmother, my aunts. Okay she's the only in well my
0: mother-in-law too okay but that's it I she doesn't know what it is should have a journal dedicated to that you know if anything to instead of a I would say so instead of a paper because you know how papers, papers could go away like that Facts. you got a journal that lasts longer put Facts. that in a small safe box and you know because we're on a topic of protection you know I just want to add in a little something on top of that um because we all know I mean I always think of this. How to protect any type of, um, you know, asset that you have and all that. Think about this. We have a, a an electrical grid that is ancient as fuck. Our electrical grid is so old. So one of the things that I feel like a lot of people don't consider is almost hedging your, in a sense, we can consider this almost hedging, your um, hedging crypto, we'll call it, Right. Protect your crypto by also having gold and silver. I you know this sounds super weird. The reason why I'm saying that though is too because, like I said, this this electrical grid that we have is it could go down at any minute. It's so old. Obviously, we're in the middle of a transition because I, a lot of us are going to super su, uh, solar power, right? So I'm not saying it is going to happen, but you just never know. So with that, because if something happens if we don't have our crypto anymore, you at least have your money in a different type of asset, a physical asset. In which you have in your own possession. So I always say, and at least it's my way of doing it, but to protect my crypto investment, in a sense, you have a physical investment in, and and same thing could be with land. You could own land, you could own, you know, but an easy one to get is gold and silver. And I always say, try to make sure that you protect your crypto by having a physical asset to counteract digital, because I'm I'm really big on, on the laws of the universe. Really, really, like really big on them. And the law of polarity says there's two sides to one thing, you know, up because you know what down is, you know what a female is because you know what a male is, you know what fat is because you know what skinny, what all that, all that shit. And if, and the opposite of physical is digital, the opposite of digital is physical, make sure you are protecting yourself as well by having at least some type of physical asset just in case something happens to the electrical grid and you can't access your crypto or NFT.
3: Yeah. And I, I think that's, you know, that's definitely, um, on topic, you know, as far as, you know, just concept of, of how you look at money. Um, you know, but that's why sometimes like crypto gets so confusing for people because, um, you know, exactly where Berto is at is like, you know, I don't know exactly where he's at, but I know he's like, you know, just trying to figure this stuff out for the first time. So we have to adopt and accept, you know, however he looks at money. Um, but however he looks at this situation is so powerful because, you know the experts in the room that can answer it is even better. So I want to reroute the the conversation back to Berto and ask him if he has any other questions, because um you know the other thing that I want to show people is leverage as well. So you know as me um you know myself educating um uh, myself and um you know just totally engulfing myself in this information um you know I also I'm like a journalist like I'm documenting the process. Um, We're on my podcast right now. Like, um, so it's very important um, for questions. So, Berto, we want to ask you what other questions you have as it pertains to cryptocurrency or NFTs. So that way, you know, we're in alignment for, um, you know, anybody that's kind of listening, because if somebody stumbled upon this, they might just be, you know, hearing about NFTs or crypto for the first time. So where you're at might just be right where anyone's at.
2: Yeah. How would, uh, another question I w- want to know is like, how would you pass that on to like your young ones, like your children? Like, say if I pass away and I got cryptocurrencies, how would, how could I split it up or pass it to them? You know,
1: you can easily transfer that digital asset, bro, with the click of a button. Like you can you because so, now you're getting deep,
3: deep, deep. Like, or are you talking about the seed phrase? <laughs>
0: Right, you could transfer uh, that key phrase. and transfer. I'm talking, nah, nah, talking about like kind of like both. Like,
2: say if I pass away, and like, do I put that in a will? Like, how how you go about like it oh, being passed on
1: that dude? You literally just said it like so. I don't know too. Like, I'm I'm still learning that to be honest, and it's something that I'm really getting into this year in terms of like just setting up my estate. If something happens to me, I know. Who's going to get what in, et cetera. Um, set up your, you know, your estate in terms of like, hey, this happens to me, you know, boom. This is the process that you go through in terms of being able to recover this, my digital assets. That's how you would do it.
5: I, f- I think I could, I think I could help with that um, with what with what Bert was asking. So um, with, within a smart contract, you can, you can say who you want the NFT to be passed over to. So um whoever's coding it, the NFT specifically, if you let them know in advance that this is what you want, they can put that within the smart contract. That is a possibility. NFT bad boys.
3: Welcome to the room, bro. Um Bass. Welcome
5: guys. Welcome.
3: Yeah, man. Listen, um, I just wanna uh you know give caution that um we are um being recorded for my podcast, so full disclosure. Um, cool, bro. You know, I know it's um, all about information, but how, how you, you look like um, just from what you dropped on us, you know, a little bit about NFTs. Um, you invested in any projects? Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. Um... Well, I, I first heard about this, um, off a Medium article, which was during the pandemic. So, um, I started hearing a bit about NFTs and, you know, the, um, the, the, the crypto punks and all of the rest, you know, and then I saw about, I saw about Bored Ape York Club and as soon as I see that blowing up, I, I got like a, a huge interest in it. By the way, guys, I'm from UK, London, um, South London. Nice to meet everyone. I can imagine you're all from America. Um, so that's why I sound a bit different.
3: Yeah, now. man. Um, yeah, we're all from like, kind of like, uh, Pennsylvania, East Coast, um, yeah and it's crazy man just you know realizing all the updates with clubhouse um I'm, sure. um jalon he, he you know he has the experience in the room um nice. joey knows a little bit i'm i'm jumping all the way in um we've been looking at a couple of different projects right here we got um pin nice. kangaroo heroes prince donnell he's from philly um you know it's, they they didn't launch yet but you know i'm just kind of learning about it so you know welcome to the room bro um if you have value to the add to the conversation please because basically you know we were asking bert who's a beginner like what are your questions for crypto and nfts so if you can definitely add value to that bro you're more
5: than welcome um i don't even know how you got in man but welcome bro Uh, so how how i found you guys what i do is around this time because i know um most 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 americans are more experienced with the nft space so uh, it's about two o'clock now, UK time. So um, I just come on, type in NFTs, and I just join random groups and just network with you guys. So that's actually how I found you. The power of the internet is beautiful. Yeah. So um, in terms in terms of um the NFT space, I've invested in um, um a uh, uh, um a collection called Desperate Ape Wives. I'm not sure if you guys have heard about that. Desperate Ape Wives. That's new to me. I never heard that one. Yeah, yeah. Give it, give it a look. Like um, when they first launched, they were going really low. Like it was um, a hundred USD and the floor price, floor price raised to one Ethereum. So I made a nice little flip off that. Um, I invested in Tory Lanez's project when it was when it was one dollar, um, and I managed to flip that. So you know, I've just, I've just been doing my, my my little bits here and there. I'm still quite new to the space. Um, I can imagine everyone else is quite new to the space as well. So I've still got a lot to learn. That's why I'm here to just take in as much information as I can.
3: Awesome. So we're gonna get back to the experts in the room that were um where yeah. were where were we at? Um uh, Jalan.
1: Oh, we we're we we're just talking about the I mean, my man just basically said it, uh, that is a very valuable way in terms of passing on your digital assets from one person to the next, like If this happens to me, then boom, this is what happens more so cause and effect. But uh, my man just said it like he said one of the key terms that I mentioned in terms of earlier before. And a lot of people are in the space to flip and that's totally fine. I have absolutely no problem with that. Um, But me personally, I am just solely focused on. H O D L. I'm holding on for dear life onto certain oh, contracts. And man. what
3: what does H O D L mean for anybody Hold listening? Hold
1: on for dear life. life. Dear the hobby,
3: life. bro. The <laughs> and Hi. Diamond Huns. And that's important yeah. as it comes down to community and what you're trying to be a part of because you're creating your your own ecosystem. Um, you know, basically of value. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, so I'm excited for to just be a part and, and learn and grow because now like it's no matter what, like this is gonna turn into something because like this is just so crazy how we can intertwine it for our businesses and you know, what I was saying guys earlier to Jalan, like before anybody got on here, because I'm sure everyone on here um they probably got ideas and vision. Um and we respect that. We love that, we encourage that and somehow all of this is going to turn into one vision, but, um, you know, earlier before anybody else got on here, um, it was just one conversation and me and Jalan was talking about like, yo, what happened? Like we just messed around, created a community and and, and launched our own project. So like, that's what everyone that's listening is a part of is like, you know, endless possibilities of like everyone being humble, transparent and, and learning and, and adding value. um, you know, I know there, there's going to be areas where other people probably can do better um, than me. And I would love to give you responsibility. So it, it's definitely going to be learning and gelling for everyone, man. Um, but as far as looking to get educated, man, like I'm excited because lives are going to change. Um, and that's why I became a realtor is because I want to help people achieve goals. You know what I'm saying? With finances and build wealth but now it's like on steroids times a hundred, like what, what we can do with this information and technology, right? Jalon
1: facts. And I just want to say, and and just double down. uh, Well, first of all, my man, uh, NFT bad boy, I just want to say to you, peace to you uh, in the UK. I have an in-house graphic designer, uh, Israel, that's 19. And he has literally, created uh he's helped me just literally design uh my merchandise so shout out to the uk man it's pow- it's big things going Amazing. out there bro for Amazing. sure i know the lingo yeah
3: thanks bro Real Yo, we worldwide uh, baby come on rock with us yeah worldwide,
5: baby. straight
1: up straight up uh and then as well too this just shows you like beyond social media i think NFTs give us the ability to connect with people all around the world in a very unique way that has not been done in terms of just, you know, uh, a Facebook or an Instagram. You know, because people can click, they can double tap and they can comment. But NFTs give you the ability to connect with these individuals uh, in real time in real time and in real life as well you know what i'm saying that's the most important thing that we want to do we want to take that lead if you will and be able to meet up with these people and and use those resources uh for how we see fit so it's just a really great way mm, of agreed. you know empowering every single person but um i was going to say what he just said in terms of you know uh I can't remember exactly the project that you that you named in terms of the desperate wives or what was mm, it exactly?
5: Desperate, desperate ape webs. So, yeah,
1: so yeah, desperate ape wives. Yeah, desperate ape wives. Goes yeah. back to the 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 saturation of the space. Yeah, there there's so many projects that are just, just releasing in a yeah. insane amount of of time and speed this is moving at a rate that no other technology is moving at and it's super important that you know you guys protect Mm. yourselves in terms of you know protecting your assets man it's very very important because people are getting hacked every day
5: every day yeah yeah
1: so you know Bert, like i highly highly suggest bro like you know you create multiple wallets Create a wallet and and transfer your assets to you know mm. hardware, bro.
5: Is it is so it cool for jump in jumping? Is it cool for, cool for jumping quickly? Just mention um. I, I just remind. I just remember something else. on um, because so is Bert looking to invest in other Super projects? Super important. I can't stress that enough. Yeah. Um. So listen. Um. I'm NFT bad boy. Listen. Of... Um. Real quick yeah, though. Yeah, I
3: just okay. I just wanted to pick up. Um. Um. It doesn't matter what what people um you know what they want to invest in we're not financial advisors we're here to educate about the space so if you want to continue to listen that's great but i'm gonna have to move you to the audience so we can continue our show so thanks thanks guys um so yeah bro just just pick up where we left off um because with what you're saying is super important we don't want to get sidetracked our sole mission is to make sure that our community is getting educated and that um you know, questions are good. This distractions are not good. Um, so we got to stay focused on the mission of educating for the, the first time, man. Um, pick up where you left off, bro.
0: Bro, your sound was going in and out. Hello? Yeah, we can hear you yeah. now. What was going on? Your sound was going in and out.
3: Oh, my bad, bro. You can hear me now?
0: Yeah, still a little muffled. Yeah. I don't know if you got something on the mic, bro, but you, you can't hear you.
3: Just, just go ahead, pick it up, Jalon.
1: Good, you're good. Okay, um, I'm trying to think where where were we at <laughs> because we we just went through a lot real quick. Um, all right, so let's. I'll just say, guys, the most important thing is setting up those systems in place. Your MetaMask, your Coinbase wallet and your crypto wallet super important that you set those systems up so that you can participate in the purchasing of a digital asset period
3: and now, and now as far as those digital assets can you guys hear me all right
1: yeah you're good okay yeah,
3: yeah. what about um do you do you keep like i know we're talking about safety and stuff do you have the um the actual like what are they called what is the the term for the the cold storages correct?
0: So, hardware uh, uh, wallet. Hot and cold, cold storages, wallet, correct? Yeah, Yeah. Yep. cold
1: wallet, uh, hardware wallet, uh, a ledger, you know, those are the terms. And I'm using, you know, a verbiage, if you will, that you have to get familiar with. And I, I actually would love, you know, I'm going to do that. I'm actually going to post that link here so that you guys can get familiar. Uh, it's basically like in a non-fungible token Bible, it just breaks down all the terminology and, you know, solidarity.
3: Dude, that's so good because, for yeah. instance, when I was studying real estate, my strategy was to study the vocab words and understand the language before I even started to take any tests because I needed to know the lingo and I needed to know what those things meant. So I that's my strategy for educating on any subject but even more for this subject, I think is great. So I appreciate that you said you're going to pin that link. and And what what's that website called?
1: Boom. So I just did it. Uh, OpenC.io.blog. That is the non-fungible token Bible, and mm. I actually got that from a good brother named Logic that has dropped uh an nft project he's from chicago he's a creative director from for google or microsoft one of those and he's a big big you know whale in the space man he's just super informative he's all about inclusivity and educating people on how to do things the right way so that's up there for you all of you guys like i i would take you know 10 to 15 minutes a day just going through that document because it's super vast but it's it's critical in terms of understanding uh, the space and how everything works and I just want to say this too because uh, my man NFT bad boy said it in the back channel the utility of a project is super duper important utility in terms of what I kind of look at it as is the value what comes with it you know is it it's not just a profile picture we're talking about the community the resources that come with it the connections the network um what is the purpose you know there are some projects that are giving percentages away in terms of hitting benchmarks for the roadmap and i'm using i'm jumping all over the place but roadmap is literally like the blueprint for the actions that are going to be taken by that specific nft So you literally have projects that are tied to, you know, philanthropic efforts. And that's super powerful in terms of like, you know, uh, Project Sandlot's another one of them where they've partnered with the Roberto Clemente Foundation and the Boys and Girls Club, and they literally give two, I wanna say 5% of the sales to underprivileged communities to uh, create, you know, recreational and youth programs to underprivileged communities it's powerful who, who cannot tie to that you know if wow. you come from some of the spaces that we come from
3: for sure and let me reset the room jalan um facts so everyone knows we're um, on clubhouse right now nfts tax benefits content creation um we're still on nfts because we're making sure you know quality control that everybody gets educated the right way so right now um we are live on the network podcast and we are accepting any questions so if you're in this room We're going to bring you up, but please, um, if you have a question, ask, um, other than that, we're not trying to change the direction of the conversation. We're trying to get the basics for new crypto investors and um, people that are looking to get educated in the NFT space. And that's why we have the link of the non-fungible token posted. Um, you know, we are going to create a club for this. So if you're liking this content, please, um, Emily, we're going to bring you up. We're going to invite you up. And if you have a question, just ask, um, so, go ahead man, I was just resetting the room. Pick up where you were um left off. Facts.
1: Facts. So, um you know, set up set up your metamask, get a Coinbase account and get a crypto wallet and there's so many different me personally, I go through Coinbase. I have a Coinbase account and I have a crypto wallet through Coinbase and then I have my metamask. Your metamask is literally your web browser for web three that allows you to interact with different applications Mm. so there's certain browsers that you may not even like if you have safari you're not really going to be able to connect your metamask or your coinbase account through that browser because it's not supported by web three it's super important that you
0: guys understand that. And some of you may already know, but, you know, I'm just reiterating. Um, so let me stop you there real quick, bro. Then, too, it is just for those listening and everything. Then, too, so, if Safari's not supporting it. What are some uh, browsers that you know um, that will help support, you know, things like MetaMask and other crypto wallets?
3: Great question, bro. Thank you. Me, per- me personally, I use Chrome.
0: Any other ones that you would know about then, too? So
1: literally like and I wish I could like show you guys physically but if you have metamask and you go to uh the drop down menu uh you know three bars you'll see browser and wallet if you click browser it's just like really any other type of browser in terms of what you're able to go to and see but this is specifically for web3 so you can go to OpenSea, you can connect to solana blockchain you can connect to polygon etc 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 so your metamask is literally a browser to be able to interact with different applications specifically for crypto DeFi, 5 uh, nfts and web3 so me personally though if you're just getting started like you know, go with Chrome. Chrome is where it's at.
3: So you just, you just went all the way off to, um, Solana. What's that? Like you're saying all these things, man, come on. Like we're, we're we're at the basics at the beginning. So these different applications, right. Um, are those on the blockchain? What are you talking about? Um, Joey asked which browser to use. We know we're using Chrome, but now you're saying all these different things. Break that down for us.
1: Okay. So, There are different blockchains that have different cryptocurrencies. So there's the Ethereum blockchain, which is a majority of what NFTs are on right now, what they're operating on. And if you guys know what Ethereum is, Ethereum is a cryptocurrency. And there are a bunch of other ones. Uh, Polygon is one of them. Polygon really beats Uh, lessens the transactional fee in terms of gas, which we have no ifs, ands, or buts of avoiding. We have to pay that transactional fee, period. There's no way around it. Uh, A great way to beat that, rule of thumb to follow, I've never aped into a project before midnight. Think of highway traffic. Think of Five o'clock rush hour. The more that people are interacting and using and buying NFTs and into the space, the higher that transactional fee is going to be. How do you beat that? Just wait till midnight, three, four o'clock in the morning. And this is crypto, okay? Crypto runs 24 7 365. It's not like the stock market in terms of centralized financing. The stock market is closed right now. You can put in an order for any type of stock right now, the S P five hundred or the Dow, whatever. That order is not gonna go through until the stock market opens the next day. But DeFi and crypto, you can get that right now in real time. Solana is one of the is it's one of the many cryptocurrencies. Um, one of the many uh, that you can use in terms of purchasing NFTs on that blockchain. So that is what Solana is, Ethereum, Polygon, and there's a bunch of other ones. Saitama, there's a lot of
3: them. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, so now, does anybody have any questions right there where we're at? Emily, I'm going to bring you up.
4: Hey guys, um, Joey, thank you for inviting me into this room and thank you all for putting this on. Um, my question is, um, what if I was to create an NFT for like a startup company that I have, for example, what would be the benefits of choosing a certain blockchain? Like what would be the best blockchain? Because I know you mentioned that the eth blockchain has high gas fees.. Thanks. So like what would be the best option, I guess?
1: I'm not okay so NFA first of all this is not financial advice um, and that's a great question Emily so I say a way around that is poly because the gas fees in terms of doing that transactional uh, fee is not going to be as high as opposed to ethereum poly is one of the ways around it and to be honest with you You're gonna have to pay a transactional fee anyway, but a way to beat it is just determining when exactly you're gonna make that transaction. And once again, I'm not sure where you're from around the world. I'm on, you know, uh, Eastern. You know, I'm on standard Eastern, uh, standard Central time. So it's what ten after nine right now. If I saw a project that I was interested in buying or. nft that i'm interested in naping into i'm not even going to do anything until after midnight gas fees will be significantly lower so regardless your your community that you're building your project for they're going to figure out a way around that and most people uh wait until after midnight or if you're liquid and some people just got it (laughs) they're gonna ape in right away and they don't really care you know about the gas fee but um yeah I i hope that answers your question
4: word so what i'm hearing is that it's not so much it doesn't so much matter what platform to avoid gas fees but more so the time that you're actually making the transaction facts gracias
0: you yeah, think like hotels and all that, you know what I'm saying? So when you when you rent a hotel and it comes to the weekend, they're gonna spend they're gonna they're gonna charge you more on a weekend, all because that's prime time, you know, um I guess rental space, whatever you want to call booking time. There you go. Um for the hotel room and all that stuff too, because they know you can get more money. Well, they know they're gonna get more money when everybody's awake and all that stuff versus uh not that many people out here, you know, tonight. Um uh Buying up NFTs and all that stuff too, so you know it's just more so like when is prime time for this or that, and then you know it just transfers over into the crypto things.
3: Now, Emily, if you don't mind me asking, what is like what is the what is the purpose behind like why you want to create the NFT? Like, what's your startup company? You mind giving us like the business model?
4: Yeah, for sure. Um, so it will help with
3: the context. You know what I mean?
4: Yeah, absolutely. And I appreciate that. I, was, I just wasn't sure. No, for sure. Uh, yeah,
3: we invite that.
4: Cool. So, yeah, Joey actually knows a little bit about it, but it's multifaceted. So that's where it gets a little confusing to be able to explain. But essentially, I'm creating a community that's based around an app and also festivals, health and wellness festivals and galas. So essentially, it's like a Robin Hood model is what I like to call it where I'm taking money from the rich people through galas and then um, bringing in the people that are lower income, minority groups, et cetera. I I live in Baltimore City, so I grew up here. Um, So watching people in lower income areas have struggles where they're held down by the government and kind of like put into systems really bothers me. So educating them through festivals, health and wellness festivals that are really cheap to get into and then using the money from the gala to help them get resources and tapped into a community to help them actually implement those resources through an app. So
3: that's dope.
4: Thank you. (laughs) Um, it's huge. It's a huge concept. Um, and there's a lot of details, but basically my idea with the NFTs is to, there's, there's two facets to it. The utility being something around like this many, Oh, I also host retreats, which is also a, A component of it. So like healing retreats, spiritual retreats, wellness retreats, stuff like that. So
3: I I got um, a marketing company too. So, you know, if you need some help with creating some content for these events, let me know. We could definitely do that.
4: Word. I have a, I have a branding girl that makes my flyers and stuff, but I do need help in terms of like actually marketing the stuff.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Because Um, it's really, it's one, it's one, it's something so simple and it's just, you know, capturing the content in one setting and then being able to to chop that up and repurpose it for different platforms and different purposes and different strategies. And um, I'm actually doing free strategies calls this year. So um, get a free 30 minutes. You could get with me on the back end. I got you, but I don't want to lose context to what you're saying.
4: Word. Thank you. I'll definitely hit you up. Um, so yeah, with the NFTs, my idea is twofold. So having a utility, which obviously we could do different utilities for different NFTs. So like a few, um, a few tickets to a few of our retreats, lifetime access to festivals. Um, the
3: Poab, right. He's just talking about um, tickets to events, the poet, right,
4: bro? Not quite,
1: but go ahead and let Emily finish. Okay, the- okay. Okay. Okay.
3: See, but this is good. This is good because I'm, I'm trying to get a concept across too. So go ahead, Emily.
4: Okay. So yeah, this, all of these utilities wouldn't be in one single NFT. It would be, we would be making different, you know, sections of NFTs, I guess, or groups of NFTs. Um, But yeah. And then tickets to the galas. Um, And then the also like when someone buys an NFT, which this is the part that's kind of confusing to me on how it would work with like taxes and money and stuff. Yeah. We've been
3: talking about that. Go ahead.
4: Yeah. So this is the confusing part is basically I want to give royalties to like basically uh, my brand is ill that's my like it's integrative legacy logistics it goes down to ill which is really dope we're creating a whole brand clothing line streetwear even for our employees and shit. so
3: that's dope shout t-shirt. out to you shout out to you that, that's amazing awesome thank
4: you <laughs> yeah it's a lot it's definitely multifaceted um so creating t-shirts with the nfts on it and then giving the <laughs> nft owner 1% royalties to, to to the t-shirt sales. So I don't know how that would cross over. Um,
3: Bro, pick that up, man. We were just talking about this. Damn. Yo, that's... F- okay,
1: so you're incentivizing uh, your community by being able to basically allow them to get a percentage of the profits. That is so fire. Super fire. Um... <laughs> that is so fire and then the acronym as well Uh, but yeah literally incentivizing your community by allowing them to participate in getting a percentage of the sales from the t-shirts your merch that is absolutely fire and then you're just adding that extra utility in terms of you know getting access to uh, you know lifetime events so that is just great in terms of the value that it provides when people talk about utility i just look at it as value 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 you know what can i what can i learn what can i use who can i connect with uh the ip you know the rights all of those different things are super important um implementing what exactly you want to do is very important by how you structure your smart contract. So <clears throat> not sure if you're familiar, which I'm, I'm pretty sure you are, but I just don't, you know, I don't want to talk down or anything of that nature. But um, do you know what a smart contract is?
4: So I know the terms and I understand the terms and I pick up on, um, like I pick up on principles really easy. So I know the concept of a smart contract. What I don't understand is like how to actually make the things happen, like how to create it.
1: Okay, so developers and moderators, you're going to need those guys um, in terms of just helping the project evolve as you continue to roll out every single step of what you'd like to accomplish with your project. Developers and moderators, I'll give you a key. I said it just on your uh, podcast that we did that has been unreleased, but this is a gem. Write this down.
3: It, I, they might have to buy the NFT to get that, bro. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not releasing that now. <laughs> High value on it.
1: Yeah. Go ahead. I mean, this is this is a loophole that I particularly love to use because we live in a system in a society right now that uh, puts college kids in a bind because they have to go into debt to learn a specific skill or trade, or, you know, I'm I'm not disrespecting anybody that has a college degree in here, uh, if you do or if you don't, but um, you literally can't get the experience in terms of on-the-job training because you're in school. So as a result, I look for college interns and give them that real-life on-the-job training and pay them. Mm. So as a result, Mm. they are doing the things, getting the experience, the hands on, they can put that on their resume. So once they do graduate and they say, well, what's your experience? And instead of saying, well, I've been paying $50,000 a semester, you can say, well, I work for Jalon Bransford and handles from home and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So. If there's, you know, UMBC, shout out to Baltimore, too. I love Baltimore. Shout out to Baltimore. Uh, Fed Hill, what up? Shout out to Baltimore. Baltimore. (laughs) Fed Hill's not exactly Baltimore, but uh, I love Baltimore. Um, There's so many colleges out there in terms of, you know, Townsend, that's more so Maryland, but there's a lot of colleges out there where you can just look up what majors are out there, what programs and seek the individuals that will tie into the services that you need to get done and pay them, pay them or offer them an opportunity, you know, to learn about Web3 and NFTs. And they'll be like, sure. Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't I? I've heard about it. And that's just the way that you do that. So developers, moderators, creative directors, um, project managers, those are super, super important people that you'd need to involve in terms of growing your project.
4: Thank you. Yeah. I, we have a, um, an intern that's actually building our app right now for free. Um, my, my two partners, my business partners, they actually know the governor of Maryland pretty well. And they've been running uh, nonprofit tech um, programs for inner city kids. So they teach middle schoolers how to code and like get Amazon web service certificates and all sorts of stuff like that so they're like heavy in the tech so they have a girl building our app right now um which is pretty sick so yeah i just have to find people in the i guess knowledgeable about the web 3 space that are that's like ready to do
1: something with it right absolutely uh and even I'll, i'll take it a step further and say if you can just find the students or the kids that have the skills to be able to bring your vision to life that's even better because um, it it that's the thing that i think a lot of people just kind of breeze over is they're trying to find you know the exact fit for what exactly they need and you really can just you know figure out the type of person that they are, uh, the personality that they are, what their values are, their morals, things of that nature. And you can teach them anything. But finding the right person in terms of being the right fit, I think people have a totally, you know, quote, unquote, uh, sorry, excuse my language, you know, they have an ass backwards approach in, in finding those individuals. But You and I are going to link for sure, because that there, what you just said is something I'm doing as well in the city of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. So I followed you on Insta. Uh, I know I'm, I know I'm going to run into you at some point in time. So that's dope.
5: (laughs) Yo,
3: this is amazing. Listen, all of this is on, on, on the podcast right now. Like this is amazing. This is a learning experience for anybody that tunes in with us um whatever we're going to be doing is is value content um so that was amazing cuz bro like that's the same thing um and that's just so on point with what we've been talking about because you know that because I have a podcast and you know even to get this podcast is like almost like you know I almost wanted to like offer you know certain individuals ownership in my my company in order to to build the platform, I was able to do it myself. Um, Shout out to my own squad. Um, So now I have this platform and I like want people to get involved and I want to give Bro, you
0: muscled again. You're going in and
3: out again. Ah man. What about now? Can't hear you. Can you hear me now? There you go. Yeah. We can hear you. So basically what I was saying was how I'm trying to do the same thing and add, you know, add basically utility to, um, you know the community that i'm trying to build and i have no idea how to do that so that's why this is so powerful
1: are we going to learn you bro are we <laughs> going to learn you my g
3: <laughs> but even what like even back to what we were saying with that it like not launching a whole project like i don't want to launch a whole project but i want to have a means for people to get involved and what if that was nfts buying an nft to to show support instead of maybe having a patreon where you can pay for like for instance our episode that private unlocked content you know if they had a valid membership into you know the community you know what i'm saying then you know they could get that
1: yeah but You know, Patreon is based on a centralized platform. So you have to literally pay through U.S. currency as opposed to if you made an NFT for, you know, your project in terms of what exactly you're trying to teach people. It's through cryptocurrency and that's entirely different.
3: So intertwining the whole thing, intertwining the whole thing.
1: Facts. There's only an X amount of things that you can do in terms of, you know, through Patreon. Big, big, and- to be honest, there's there's tiers, there's levels, like you know, and and everybody creates those those tiers, if you will. Like you pay this amount, this is what you get. You pay this amount, this is what you get. You pay this amount, not nah, NFTs and crypto and community allows everybody to be on you know an even playing field in terms of what they're going to receive and re- and utility and value. But at the same time. You have, you know, Joey mentioned it earlier in terms of uh, kangaroo heroes and we're not shilling in here, you know, and once again, just because there may be noobs that are hearing this for the first time, and I just said two terms in a row, <laughs> a noob is just a newbie and shilling is promoting a project. All right, so I'm not shilling kangaroo heroes, but I'm just saying Joey brought it up in terms of there's two different types of kangaroo heroes that come with two different types of utility that give you access and benefits and resources to two different types of things. And with Patreon, I mean, it's pretty flat and dry, like tier one, tier two, tier three. This is what you get. And that's it.
3: Yeah. So, all right. On another level. Right. So, and I heard, I I know you were talking about earlier, Meek Mills, um, his latest album. And can you guys hear me? Okay.
0: Yeah, we can hear you, bro.
3: So when, you were talking about it earlier when Meek Mills released his album, right? How it was, you know, it was such a huge deal. And if he were to do that another way, so for instance, Gary V was talking about how, you know, futuristically artists won't need labels because, um, they will be able to, you know, make a thousand NFTs and provide them to their community. And this NFT will now give them access to a private concert and you know maybe maybe royalties or something like that right so now you're you're basically taking an idea and you're having your your community fund it correct yeah all right so now this is what i was thinking in terms of like so i could do that if i wanted to with a podcast right if i wanted to give people royalties um in in the company right in order to show support yes,
1: yes you can <laughs> absolutely
3: that's why you laughing because like this is so real to you yep <laughs> yo it's like bro this and is... how much does this cost to get something up and running like this because honestly like bro i just literally as we speak i think i just got a, a free trial for sam cart because i'm trying to intertwine in this new year um you know my expertise and my you know my information for money and i'm trying to monetize that. So are you like, I know you use Sam cart. Are you like doing away with Sam cart? What you're trying to do moving forward? Give some insight, bro. How you're like kind of tying it into your business. (laughs) Come on, just a little bit, man. And and we can end because we're going to end this thing at an hour. We did 54 minutes on the podcast. So break them off because there's a lot more where this came from.
1: You're my guy. Okay. And I, and I, I fucks with y'all. So, okay. All right, man.
3: Do it for me, bro like for me, man, you know what I'm saying? I would do it for you.
1: I want y'all, I want everybody to get into the bag of, you know, look at athletics right now. Think of personal training or yoga or athletic performance, you know, a performance trainer, uh, things of that nature. I am a movement specialist. So what does that mean? I literally can teach a newborn baby, And up to a grown adult, fully functioning, developed brain, how to move efficiently and effectively with and without a basketball, right? So if you look at the model of an athlete, a professional athlete, uh, there's only an X amount of things and there's a structure in terms of what they have to follow to be able to monetize off of their likeness, right? the NBA is a player's league. The NFL, eh, not so much. There's things that you can't do in the NFL. All right. So what does that mean? I literally look at a lot of people in terms of the skill development business and basketball as an old business model. So literally these guys are getting endorsements and they get, you know, a salary. They get, an X amount of merchandise, and they have to promote that product that they don't own equity in.
3: Mm, okay, come on. Come on.
1: Let, let that simmer, right? They don't own equity in the companies that they are promoting. They're walking billboard for these people. And all they're doing in return is cutting these individuals a check and giving them physical merchandise to use their likeness to promote their products to the kids. Wow. And if, right? Let that simmer. I'm going to slow down for a second. <laughs> I look at entirely from a different approach as to like, well, what can y'all do for me? If I've built out a way that I can capture a kid's attention and I have their best interests at heart. Well, what are you guys doing for me? Because that is literally what you want. You just want access to the kid. I'm the one that is, you know, motivating them, that is mentoring them, that is molding them to be not only a better athlete on the court, but off the floor as well. And getting them to understand that they have a shelf life in terms of their physical capabilities. You only have a prime for so long. I mean, LeBron is LeBron. That's, he's, you know, he's an enigma, but not everybody's LeBron. Period. So let's do a better job in terms of taking back our intellectual properties because we're literally using our intellectual properties, our sweat, our blood, our tears, our experiences, our trials, our tribulations, and we're giving it to these platforms in hopes to gain attention. So can I can can
3: I I jump in, bro? Can I jump in? Can I jump in real (laughs) quick? Because as a creator, as a creator, as a content creator. People want me to create content for their business and most of the times not even pay, not even offer, but they want videos and photos and flyers and things that I own. It's for their business, but I created it the intellectual property belongs to me and I don't even have ownership in any of these companies. So exactly. that's why the relationships that I want to attract as far as law of attraction is people that want to invest in me and, and give me some type of reward for what I'm doing for them as a content creator. Um, We were talking about this on our private interview, bro, but it's like, Yo, the the cost of my services went up just from this interview alone. Um so yes, I'm following you and I am on a mission to crack this dang long code.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, because I've I've literally like just stood back and looked at like, you know what? I don't really need an Instagram or really any social media platform in order to gain clients. If I'm providing a great service, there's ways of getting around that, especially where they're controlling the algorithms in terms of what is being seen, the time it's being seen, how it's being seen, and who is it being seen by. So, if you have the ability if you have any type of skill any type of creative any type of art any information that you feel is valuable to the world or you just want to get out there to the world i would seriously think that you could you should consider putting your services on the blockchain because you're incentivizing your audience You are giving them the ability to own intellectual property, have resources, and gain as much value and knowledge as they possibly can as it pertains to what exactly you are offering them. And it's community, man. You said it again. We are social beings. We need to talk. We need to do this, man. We need to, in the pandemic, really doubled down on that and showed us that. Like we need where we need to connect with people. We need to talk to people or we're not right.
3: Bro, we got eight, eight people in here right now, just off of one conversation and a few text messages. So <laughs> like unplanned, unmarketed, spontaneous, you know, everybody interested, everybody playing a valuable role and everybody learning and growing in a safe space. And, You know, that's that's what I pride myself on and is like whatever space that I'm holding or room that I'm hosting is that it's a safe space and uh, even keeled because, you know, everybody, you know, you know, everybody has has something to say and has a vision. So I appreciate everyone that's on here right now. Um, And, bro, I thank you for your time. Um, Thanks.
1: I don't want to interrupt. I think, uh, Emily, I saw you flash and you had a question on me.
4: I was just like clapping. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Thank
3: you for staying Awesome. Awesome. And now does anybody have any questions? Because, you know, he, he gave us a little bit more, but I just want to end off with making sure everybody um is on point and you know everybody's good.
0: I'm good over here, bro. Just on my way home. So I'm chilling, just listening to conversation at this point.
3: But that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, I texted you once. You was like, I'm in there. <laughs> yo, yo, Lon, he, 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 he like us, bro. He like, I'm in there. I'm in there. Like, say less. I'm in there. You know bro, what I'm was saying?
0: Quiet as hell at work. So I was just like, all right. You know what I'm saying? About to do my own thing. And I was like, why not network and talk to people? So, I mean, you know, it was a good conversation. I was glad I was able to contribute. I'm glad I'm able to, to soak in and stuff, too. So, you know, mad appreciative on, 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 you know, both accounts, man. So definitely appreciate you inviting me.
3: Yo, you already know, man, and, and like, bro, that's what that's what I want to do. If anything, is like, you know, I'm going in this direction anyway. I'm a content creator. I'm like, you know, earlier I was like streaming live to Instagram, to Facebook on Clubhouse. Like, man, I'm on, but but I want to teach others that because, like, to me, it's easy and simple, and like, it's it's almost become a problem where, you know, I just need to like document. But it, it's because we're we're going somewhere. Um, you know. And like I know that God can blow our minds. Like I thought I wanted to teach content creation. <laughs> you know, we might just launch a university, man, create a community, give that some utility, huh? <laughs> man, we got to we got to say it though because nobody else will. So does anybody else have any questions before we wrap up just this recording? Like this is going to stay going, but um I'm going to wrap <laughs> up this recording if anybody has any questions. We're good. All right.